Ask the Podcast Coach for December 4th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music. Is it too loud, too soft? Uh, I think it's okay. Okay. I think it's okay. <laughs> We're playing with new tunes. New tunes. New toys. Welcome to Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Dot com and joining me right over there, the one and only Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. I like when you have to go over your head when you could just do this. I could, but that would, <laughs> then I would take, yeah, because if I let my finger off the fader, it'll, no, right, craziness it'll, it'll would happen. Thing. Yeah. We're getting some extreme ducking, and I don't know if that's StreamYard or we got you've got some new equipment, so I'll have to kind of monitor uh. that. I can check that. It is an annoying feature. I'm using the uh, the Tascam Mixcast 4 this morning. And, oh, boy, once you press record, you are limited. You're, are you locked in then at that point? Yeah, let me see, because I know huh, under voice settings, um, they do have some cool stuff in here. You know what? We'll get to this after a second, because we do have to... Uh, Mention oh it's so oh, wait a minute if I go back to the main screen mm, yes I now know which button to push because uh, I know you're thirsty aren't you thirsty oh yeah I'm sorry I was paying attention to the chat room <laughs> you you better believe I'm thirsty let's see if we can do this thing <laughs> that's the wrong button um here you want this one there we go there we go oh my goodness we're kind of a mess this morning we are yes exactly <laughs> and that's not that uh, so um. Oh, uh, we don't know what's going on. Oh, uh, it's just it's dogs and cats living together. Oh, that's um, so great. But we do want to talk about Mark over at podcastbranding.co. Uh, if you need a logo, I was uploading uh, my logo last night. I was applying to speak at Podfest, and they're like, upload your logo. And I'm like, ooh, there it is again. So if you need anything to look professional, whether it be a logo, your artwork, your whole website, then. Uh, Go over to podcastbranding.co and uh, tell Mark that uh, Dave and Jim sent you. And what's great about Mark is not only is he a, an award-winning graphic artist, he's also a podcaster. So he's, he kind of gets the whole podcasting thing, and uh, he's a pleasure to work with. He did the Ask the Podcast Coach uh, artwork, podcast radio, and the School of Podcasting. So I know what I'm talking about when I say the guy does good stuff. I'm not just saying this because, well, he's Canadian and He's, I was going to say he'd beat me up, but he's Canadian. No, he won't. Uh, so if you want to look better and uh, feel confident about your artwork, go over to podcastbranding.co and I would, uh, I would play music here and Jim would sip his coffee and I'd uh, slurp it. And then I go, <sighs> yeah, I had somebody um, email that said they can't stand the coffee pour. Then <laughs> I emailed them. I said, is it the music? Is it the slurping? Like what's. And I've yet to hear back, so I'm really, huh. I'm really. Uh... I'm sure it's the slurping. <laughs> I'm I'm a hundred percent sure it's the slurping. That it probably drives. Yeah, probably drives folks nuts. So I'm on a, a sure SM7B this morning, and it's. Can I can it before you before yes. you get into that? Can I do the mug really quick? Oh yes. Why do I keep? I'm like. Well, because we're totally off. It's it's I'm funny how my... without the music, like you get in these rhythms yeah. with this stuff, and then when they're gone. You know, the you reading the not reading, but you doing the oh, copy yeah. without the music, just not the same. No, like it's it, not. Because it, I kind of know how long to talk about it based yeah. on the music. 
Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's different. Anyway, Stan LaFab over at uh, based on a true story podcast, based on a true story podcast.com. If you need another podcast to listen to long form, uh, uh, Dan really focuses on uh, movies, programs, television shows based on true story. They talk a little bit about it. I have some great guests, very nerdy in that way. And so check it out based on a true story podcast.com. Thanks, Dan. And, uh, one of his guests, of course, was Satan. And he came on and was like, hey, Dan, so happy to be here. <laughs> so that's another fun trick you can do with the. Uh, now, can I change this while I'm recording? Survey says, yes, I can go to my microphone settings because I can also be a Christmas elf. So, hey, everybody. <laughs> or, or I sound like Hitler on south park Take what if in reality satan actually sounded like That's that it. and elf <laughs> sounded like eternal damnation <laughs> is to you ha ha i own your soul oh, all right yeah not quite the same just, effect. just hard to take that voice seriously yeah and then, the other thing that it does is you have a beat button and what this does is it actually mutes yourself it mutes you while it plays a beep so i can say things like what are you using to do this, by the way? The Tascam Mixcast Five, Mixcast Four. There we go. Uh, see, I got. I still am on a lot of uh, cold medicine, so yeah. I'm a little and loopy, fine. and so, a little adrenaline from trying to go yeah. live. So if I say uh, when it came, when I had to upgrade the firmware, it was kind of. Uh, uh, I got to make sure I do this right. Hey, this is Future Dave, and I demonstrated the bleep button, and a. Apparently on YouTube, it worked fine. On the recording from the Mixcast, it worked fine. But on the downloaded audio from StreamYard, you could hear the bleep. So it was like, ah, you son of a bitch. That worked perfect. But on the StreamYard audio, you could hear the bleep and the actual naughty words. So I've removed the naughty words here from this section. If you want to hear it, go to the YouTube video. Yeah, in the video, we see it. I think the the seven B. Uh, let's talk about the microphone, really yeah. Because there's some there's some uh, stuff going here in chat. Uh, Code, Code Three Podcast says he doesn't hear a substantial difference there. Oh, you will. Uh, Pest Control Nut says the slurping makes the spot. The um, uh, I I think the seven B sounds softer for you, and not volume softer, but like the quality of the sound is softer. It's just. Uh, I, I like it more. I think you're you on the 320 sound a little more crunchy and well yeah I don't know if I'd say clearer. I'd say more definition and sometimes that definition's kind of harsh, you know. Mhm mhm. To the SM7B the S's and T's. Now I can go in and boost the treble. And that's kind of my whole thing with microphones is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the other thing I've noticed and I need to, can you turn your, I'm sorry. Even though I had you turn yourself down, would you turn yourself up just a smidge? Turn again, me you, up a bit. Yes. Just, so I can do that. It's just, okay. That's, that's that's better. And I think that's the other thing that I'm going to have to get used to is when you get away from this microphone, it's, you know, I, I don't think I have a huge compressor on this. I do like their noise gate a little better and you can go in and you can tweak things. And, but again, it's like, is this, is it that much better than the roadcaster? And I was like, 
And no, and no cloud lifter. No right? cloud you're not, lifter. You're not running, and that that could make a little bit of a difference too. In yeah, maybe you know, putting that in that in between, you'll get a little more gain out of it that way. Yeah. Um, I like. There's some. There's some. Um, you know, Jim Harold says he thinks the 320 sounds a little bit more broadcasty. Yeah. I think Gary likes the 320 as opposed to the 7B for you. Uh, Jim says the 320 sounds more like a top 40 DJ on FM. Hopefully. All right, coming in at you. Uh, pest control nut says I've heard the SM7B needs more gain. I think. I yeah, think that is true. That and the high LPR40 are super yeah. gang hungry. So right now I have their noise gate on, and right now I turned it off, and there's not a lot of noise in does here. It, it okay? Is that affecting us though? When we to the noise gate, that's just you, right? That's not the. That's two just of us. me. Yeah. So yeah. now it's back yeah. on, and I'm trying to find. Um, voice settings, dynamic, um, mm, mm, mm. somewhere in here, I get to tell it maybe not while I'm recording that. Yeah. Not when you're recording. That's something I've noticed on this, which is kind of a, one of the things that I was like, Ooh, that needs fixed. Cause you can go in and say, I have a low voice, medium voice that, and then you can go in and there's some really uh, the thing I like about it, like road calls, there's big bottom. Well, it's bass. It's bass is what it is. And then they have an exciter. Well, in Tascam, they called it bass and treble, which you can't adjust when you're recording. It turns out I was looking forward to doing that, but I, I can't, but you can go in and you can pick what frequency you want to boost and then turn up the gain. Uh, so it's, and that's what everybody's saying. Like, well, you know, the roadcaster has Aphex processing. And I was like, eh, okay, yeah, it's bass and treble. And it's got a noise gate and it's got a compressor. And I haven't seen anything yet. The thing I like about this so far is on Jim's channel, I can go in and I can put a noise gate on Jim. Not that I need one, but also Jim just has a built-in Satan voice. I mean, this is Jim. When he gets out of bed, he's like, Hey honey, put the coffee on. And so he's got that deep voice already. And so I can go in and there are times when he's just, it's like, there's just more bass to his channel. And I was like, hold on. So I can go in and say, look, anything under like a hundred Hertz, like just cut it out. Cause that's the stuff you just feel anyway. And so I can do that on the USB channel. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I'm, I'm working on a tutorial. It's going to take a while to really, I know Kevin is like, but which one's better? And I was like, uh, I'm, I'm not done playing with this one yet. I will. When did you get it? I got, it's funny. I got it last week. I didn't unbox it till yesterday. Mm. And I was like, oh, if I'm going to play with this tomorrow, because yeah. here's the thing. There's like, if you use OBS and sounds like a total, like, you know, it's not a real problem, but I've got to go in and set up every scene and add a new input source. You know, there was that. I, again, when I was playing with, there's this weird thing. It's not weird because you also have to do this in the roadcaster. You either have it to where it's it's a two-channel kind of input into your software, or you can go into their software, or if you want to dig into Windows, it's like settings, uh, sound, advanced settings. It's like five clicks to get to this and say, okay, no, on the input, use 14. And when you do that, you can go into their software. But I found out that when I have it in this, hey, I've got all these inputs. I can't connect to SpeakPipe. I can't connect to the to OBS. There were a couple things that I was running into, and I'm like, uh. so it's 
it's one of those things. And I was went back and I plugged the roadcaster in. I was like, well, what was I doing before? And I was like, oh, the roadcaster was just in stereo mode. Like I wasn't using. I don't record into software because you. I could with a roadcaster um, go into Hindenburg and say, just record me, Jim, and you know the jingle button. I could do that instead of recording them all on that, but I didn't. I was like, oh, I'll just pull them off of the device. So it's uh, so I'm learning all those things. Like I thought that was a problem, and then I went back to the roadcaster and went, oh wait, this was a problem on the roadcaster too. I haven't quite played with that. Um, uh, oh, there you go. Daniel says there's a tip: you don't have to add audio sources to scenes. Yeah, because I saw where you could add the default uh, audio in there, and I was like, well, that would have solved the whole thing. But um, so what are you plugged into with voice effects? That's built into the task cam. So the, the, where, um, you know, you've got, you've got a compressor, you've got a noise gate, you've got bass and treble, you've got, um, what's that 48 volt thingy? Um, yep. For can, phantom power, phantom power. You've got that you can turn on, but they have these voice effects. Like if I wanted to, I could make myself sound like I'm in the gym. Like I could go in, I, can I do that live uh, and say, you know, which is, I guess if I was using this to create music. Um, so reverb. Yeah. So I could go in here and say, I don't want to be Satan anymore. I'm tired of Satan. So, so I could turn, turn that off. And I think, yes, I could turn this on. Yeah. Cause this is helpful. This is, wow. That's, you know, yeah. And I'm very, very well, but if you were, you know, some, if you wanted to do that, hello, right. Hello, yeah. you know, so now I'm uh, in a small room kind of, there? yeah. Is anybody there? Hello. If I was doing uh yeah, so I can go here and now I'm in a giant room. Hello. Is anyone home? Mom, dad, Lassie. Yeah. So, um, that's, or you're in a big culvert pipe. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds like a big metal culvert. Yeah. Pipe. So, you know, that's useful. Um, and now I don't know how to turn my, there is a ducking feature on this. I see that. And it's really, if I turn it on. Okay. So now the ducking is on and I, uh, it's on for both of us for, for just me. Cause I'm channel one. And in theory, if we both talk, you'll hear me. So if I go over, yeah, and I could do this. Yeah. It automatically turns you down. I don't know if you can hear that, but I, I couldn't know. I found that to be quite annoying. Even like. I was playing with it earlier and I was like, yeah, that's, that's going away. There is a DSer if I wanted to add it on the mic, but when you have a sure SM seven B, you're not worried about DSing. It's, it's more like, how do I get some uh, treble into this thing? All right, I, there we go. All right. I, I was like, I got to make Dave, Ke- Kevin's asking if you use any DAW when you work with your audio, such as addition or, or I do. I'm a huge fan, like huge, like hands down uh, Hindenburg which is now no longer Hindenburg journalist. It's just Hindenburg. So yeah, when I get done with this, I throw it into Hindenburg. And why do I like Hindenburg? Because when you are done, like here, I, I kind of like the way they this set up because um, you don't have to decipher anything. Like bass is called bass. Treble is called treble. And in Hindenburg, they have a feature for equalization. And when you turn it on, you have three knobs that say bass, middle, and treble. And I was like, hmm, that's pretty cool. Let me share my screen here real quick because I've got Hindenburg going on in the background. So you can see here where I've got bass, middle, and treble. Uh, If you have the pro version and you want to remove some noise, like some hiss, 
It's a really good tool. And when you turn it on, you have a button, which is more. And I was like, okay, that works. Then if you want to have more effects and things, you can, you know, add all sorts of VST effects. So I've got Shep's Omni channel, which basically replaces my, um, DBX 286, um, which, cause this is a compressor gate DSer equalizer. And so, yes, it doesn't have the effects. You know, if you go into Adobe audition or audacity, you click on effects and there's usually a giant list. I just add the ones I want and it's a one-time price for the effect. I don't have to do things like that. And, um, Hindenburg is the ability you can go over and buy it. It's not cheap. The pro version is not cheap. It's like almost 400 bucks, but you can also rent it. You know, it's like, I don't know, nine, 10 bucks a month, something like that. So it's, um, that's why I use it. Uh, I mean, I, I still have, I thought about this cause it's, you know, coming to the end of the year and I am close to canceling my Adobe audition subscription because I think I used it three times this year. And I use it because somebody will ask me a question and I was like, eh, I guess maybe it's a necessary evil of being Mr. School of Podcasting. I need it. So if somebody asks me a question on it, I can show it. But it's I like, like Audacity better anyways. Yeah, it's like that's a $240 yeah. thing I'm paying for. You know, it's like ugh. Audacity on the Mac is really good. Like, I mean, it's 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 nearly identical Windows and Mac, but I really like uh, Audacity on the Mac. It's just easy for me. It's just easier. Um, Stefan was asking you about the the SM7B. Any switches? Yeah, uh, right now I have it set. Let me double check. Yes, right now I am boosting the mid. And if I knew, if I, here, since I have, you kind of need a little baby screwdriver set to to do this. But I'll, I can do this live. I'll uh, flip this around. Uh-oh. If a if a big flame shoots out of the back of that microphone, there we go. Now I have no mid boost because there's three, right? There's three dials. There's there's two dials. There there's there's right right now. This is flat. I'm not cutting the bass and I'm not boosting the mids. So you can either cut bass or boost mids. And so while we're at it, if I uh, uh, okay, now I am cutting the bass so you can hear. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, don't don't do that. That's a good. I liked it the way it was before. Uh, and then if we go back to boosting the mids, just a, a little, little more clarity. Yeah. So, and I think for yeah. my voice, so. Uh, although I liked it, uh, how you had it set. The the flat. The, the, yeah, flat. I like that. I like that a little bit better for you. Which so this. Bit, but right. the first time you hear something is the, like that sets the bar, right? right? So that, that effect could be. Um, yeah. I mean, Jim Harold had asked, how do you think the preamps on the task cam compare to the preamps on the roadcaster? Did you run the seven B through the roadcaster to, uh, I have not yet, but yeah. I, I noticed when I, cause I, you know, I have the RE three twenty sitting here. I think they're fine. You know, I, I was sitting there thinking, do I need a cloud lifter? Cause you know, it's, it's kind of like having peanut butter without jelly. You're like, ah, oh, really? An SM seven B without a cloud lifter. Yeah, but I I don't hear a lot of noise when I you know because I'm up to let's see as I look at this I'm at 39 and I am I could actually go up a pinch more and that mid level adjustment makes a big difference like when you had it when it, when you had it up you sounded more like the 320 
well, you, that's what I was. You, it's kind of weird because I was trying yeah. to get to. I was trying to get this to sound like my three twenty, which is that like, did it. Yeah. That did it. The that mid level or whatever yeah. you did, the last adjustment that you did made you sound a little clearer, not yeah. clearer, but sharper. If that, and not in a good way. Yeah, I mean, not in a the bad harshness. Way. A little harsher. There yeah. So I, I don't know. I think this goes up to 50 and I'm at 41 and I'm now, as I look at that, I am, it, it's weird. They're, uh, well, here, can I do this? Um, yeah. And what do you do? Uh-oh. Uh, I'm going to have a seizure. Yeah. So oh, there we go. So there we can see when you talk the, uh, thank you. The, uh, when you get up into the range, things turn light blue as opposed to, I don't know, yellow and red. The way everything else is, uh, but this is this is what we're looking at. So here's the button when I push this, I sound like that. And then uh, wh- what the what these buttons? He just keeps hitting them over and over, and enough with and the, enough with a uh, beeping. Okay, so we get that. And then this was the coffee pour. Uh, so we don't know what's anyway. So so there's that, and then you've got mute buttons up here at the top. I'm out of cable, unfortunately. No, he's not. Oh wait. Um, so you've got, and everybody makes a big deal about this talk button. Like if we were all in the same room, I could cook on this and only it would stop it from going out over the air. That's on the roadcaster. It's not a button, but you can do it with some sort of combination. And that was the sound of the RE320 um, tipping over in the background. So uh, I've got Jim coming through here. So if I go here, I can come in here and say, here is my channel one. So this is where I can come in. And say, hey, how, let's just make me sound like a monster. I am a monster. Oh. Okay, so there's that. And then under voice settings, here's my noise, my ducking. And I can't right now show you bass, middle, and treble because for whatever reason, you don't get a choice with that when you're doing that. It's dynamic or condenser. Um, this front and rear thing is kind of interesting. That is one thing that's different is the Rodecaster. You have headphones in the front. The... Um, so here they are here and with the Tascam, that can be a TRRS headset. So I could say, Hey, my, I'm in channel one, but I want to use the front, this thing, as opposed to the, the channels back there. And everybody's like, look how messy Dave's desk is. He's knocked over a speaker and hasn't even picked it up yet. Cause I keep dragging things from one area to the next. So, and I love these quick little, it's a quick uh, latch thing for my camera. Um, it looks like this, he said. It's a it's a little square box with little tabs on the sides, and when you push on them, this then comes off. So you attach this to the camera, and then you attach this to your stand, and then you just push the clips in, and your camera goes in, and you push them again, and you can... So those times when you need to show the, <laughs> yeah, those those are handy to be able like the quick disconnect yeah. on some of those to be able to pull those off. You could also do like an overhead cam, yeah, you know, an extra an extra webcam that's pointing down at the at the mixer. That may be like an interesting third cam, anyways. You know, just as you're as you're doing that, well, like, hey, a, let's go over to the mixer cam. And, and this is where I would have to um, add OBS or something. Like, how do you? How do you show a second camera in StreamYard? You'd have to go and adjust your camera settings, I guess, right? Uh, no, you would share. Um, you would. Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. There's a way. There's a way to do it. But, there's an easy way to do it. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, yeah. sitting in the uh, the green room, 
we'll, we'll bring him on and then we'll thank our awesome supporters. Cause I mean, when you have Chris Nessie waiting, <laughs> you, you don't you don't make him wait. You don't Look make at that angelic like sunlight I know, coming like, in oh, through his window. Oh, Chris Nessie. So, how are you, Mister Nessie? <laughs> I'm doing well, Dave and Jim. Good morning. Happy Saturday. Look at Happy him. Saturday to you, Jim. Do you feel left out being the do only I, guy without an SM7B? No, no that, those kinds of things don't. <laughs> that doesn't impress me much. <laughs> Shania Twain. I was gonna say. All right. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, thoughts, Mister Nessie. Chris, you got a question for us? I do have a question. So I'm on the the precipice of getting to finally start the podcast network slash podcasting club at the high school that I teach at. Mm-hmm. People have finally seen the light. Not the one that's behind me. But I'm going to finally get to do some stuff. And Jim, I know you've done some internship opportunities yeah. with high school students, with Gallup and some content creation. So... While I consider myself to be an effective educator, an effective podcaster, I'm looking for maybe some strategies or methods to inspire today's youths or youths to also be interested in podcasting and audio content creation. Yeah, yeah it's, a good, it's a good question. I think one of the things, I never treated them like they were kids when we were doing these things. I just said, hey, we're doing whatever it was whether it was podcasting or the tech stuff or some of those kinds of things. I just said, hey, we're, we're going to do this, and you, you, do you want to come along for the ride? And, and no kid gloves, no extra help on the – not treat them, you know, give them full – kind of give them full reign to, to some of that. We, um, that has a propensity to fail <laughs> if you, because you, you give it to them. We uh, – uh, two – Two of the same projects I did, I approached them the same way. Two different individuals where I gave them freedom said, hey, I need to kind of create this media thing. And, and I kind of want it to look like this. You have full reign on, on doing it. Go and do it. And one did really well. And one would just completely failed. So you, I think how you handle, Chris, the failures is more important than the success of it. Like, cause if, if it's yeah. right, it's just one of those, not that, I mean, you got to recognize it when it's, when it's successful. And, and by the way, recognition is the key to keeping this going with them. You just have to constantly be, and this, by the way, it should be the way it should be for adults too. <laughs> I, it, and I'm not, I'm not talking about, you know, there's been kind of this backlash of snowflake and participation trophies, but when people genuinely do great things, tell them they did a great thing. Like it doesn't like that's still, yeah, people that's, you should still be doing that. Right. So anyways, that being said, Chris, I, I think the, the, give them some big challenges and let us, let them see if they can rise to the occasion on it. Find that's, those talkers. And yeah, was, put them on that's kind of my style. So, yeah. you know, I've, I know kids in grades nine through 12 that, you know, I hung my flyers around the building. So I've been kind of nudging kids in the hallway when I see them like, Hey, you should come to the meeting next week. Remember? We kind of did this a couple of years ago before COVID changed the game in school. Um, the, the other thing, you know, I, I'm with you with what you're saying about, you know, give them challenges, let them kind of take control of it because what they're looking to do is a five day a week live stream. Hmm. How long? Like a, like a 15 minute show. Oh, that's yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. It, it's easy. You know, I've been doing this for eight years, you know, creating content, live streaming, but now I'm going to try and get, kids to 
basically do like Z morning zoo type stuff. Yeah. You yeah, know, the yeah. announcements and, fun. you know, be in there seven fifteen in the morning. Yeah, I think there's some, uh, besides the dogs being unhappy in the background. I, I want think... to eat the dog. <laughs> no, no worries, Chris, no worries. <laughs> um, I think the, the key on that uh, in the early moments of it is script as much of it as you can. And even though it feels to them and maybe even you, it feels a little forced or contrived. Those scripts will turn in into natural, they'll, they'll naturally start doing it we're a little better at that. We, we pick up on it faster. The, the students need to take a little bit of time, but I would try to script out the components of it, the opening, the closing for sure. And then if they have segments, if they're going to do regular segments, encourage them to script them. So and 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 read those dozens of times before they use them. Right. And just have them get good at it. And then don't have them, don't let them, you know, a lot of, especially on these daily shows, repetition is kind of, mm. It's kind of the magic to it. So repetition without it being stale, if you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Dancing around that repetition. So I think those are, I'd encourage them to have some production components of it that are the same, where they're doing the same things. Let them get good, if, especially again, especially if it's daily, let them get good at the routine and then let them start bouncing out around side on the edges of the routine. This is what we do on Ask the Podcast. Coach, yeah. yeah. Right? And, and I could see having them be a part of, developing what that routine is yeah, yeah. like like i, I see yeah. this as a real opportunity to you know a, a lot of the students that i work with you know they talk about oh i would love to be a youtuber a content creator but <laughs> not doing anything so yeah, right. it's a real opportunity for me to actually teach them and you know as dave you'll say flatten the learning curve you know <laughs> all right buddy <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay close the door <laughs> <laughs> The other thing I'll say before I even lose my mind is uh, you guys are talking about how to get the second camera in here. Yeah. So I put in the chat, I would consider uh, an, an incognito instance of Chrome. Oh, yeah. I oh, join go. again. Yes. And then have the camera set as whatever that second video source is. Yes. That's all I got. I'll check in all with right, what Chris. I'm doing with the podcast yeah. and uh, I'm going to go let, be a dad. Let us know. I'd be excited to hear about it, Chris. Go I'll through. share it with you guys so you can listen in some mornings. Thanks for time. Uh, I appreciate it. I'm going to go, guys. Take care. <laughs> I'm so going to go great. be a dad. Uh, that's hilarious. That is so great. Just shouting at him. Well, it, it's kind of excellent because, you know, if, if we know somebody who should be listening to, you know, yeah. going over to the Dog Podcast Network. Uh, apparently as one or two, uh, I was trying to figure out there, but, uh, uh, which makes me want a dog now. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, that sounds like fun. Um, yeah, it's, you, we were talking about like, uh, we, at work, we were doing some presentations and they were talking about some, uh, employers who allow dogs now in the workplace as, as that's, I say support animals, but it's kind of helpful, right? To yeah. Have, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I, I, I want to go pet a dog. <laughs> like, I just, I, I had that feeling. I was like, and how great would it be at work to be able to just, you know, there's a dog walking and just go out and pet it, right? Yeah. Kind of deal. Nah. So, anyways. That would be cool. Um, yeah, I, I could handle that. Uh, but if you have a dog and you want to hear some podcasts about dogs and how to be a better dog owner and how to keep them healthy and all sorts of fun stuff like that. Check out James over at dogpodcastnetwork.com. And we always like to thank our $20 supporters, people like Glenn the Geek Hebert at horseradionetwork.com. I'm laughing because occasionally I do have to breathe. <laughs> it's like, uh, if you like horsies, 
Um, then go over and check out Glenn at horseradionetwork.com. Shane at Spiber at Spybury. That is so, boy, that's just like a pull. Well, that's string. practice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That is practice. Yeah, that's practice. <laughs> at, well, yeah, you can go see him at Spybury.com. But really, if you are a person that operates a tour business or plan on starting one, well, then go check out tourpreneur.com because uh, Shane is the king of like the tour industry. He won't admit that, but he really is. Uh, speaking of Kings, go oversee Felix at the Latin podcast awards. It's uh, dedicated to enhancing the visibility of Latinx podcasts around the world since 2017. Find him again at latinpodcastawards.com. Max Trescott up in the air at aviationnewstalk.com. He is a 2008 national CFI of the year. Again, aviationnewstalk.com. If you are uh, looking for a podcast manager, then you can go over to podcastmanager.info if you need help with editing, if you need help with show notes or recruiting guests. That is something I see a lot in the Facebook groups. How do I approach a guest? And I was like, you go to them and say, would you like to be on my podcast? It's I, I don't know if we're overthinking it or what, but uh, good. And I found out um, I knew it and I lost it. DR stands for something. And the the R is redhead. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, her name. It's her name, but we were yeah. like, we, we were asking last yeah. week what the deal was and okay. uh, go see Kim and DR and over at podcastmanager.info. And then if you're looking for an LGBTQ plus founded company focused on helping all levels of podcasters to grow their podcast, regardless of what you're looking for, Caden is over there at kjstmedia.com. If you want to go say hi to Michael Delaney at Baby Mountain Radio Productions, that's where podcasting and hard work are made fun. Uh, tell him I said hi. And if you need some help with your finances, go over and check out Greg. at uh, He is the Debt Shepherd, where he teaches financial wellness. Look him up at DebtShepherd.com. The Indie Drop-In Network is where you can, if you have a true crime show or a scary kind of show or comedy, uh, go over to IndieDropIn.com. They have an audience looking for your content, and you can give them one of their uh, one of your episodes, and they'll put it on their network to help drive um, listeners. And if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, we always appreciate those. Go over to AskThePodcastCoach.com slash awesome. And there's a list of all of our awesome supporters over there. And if you're like, ah, I don't want to really do the monthly thing, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. And you can support us with a one-time donation. You can buy my book. There's all sorts of fun stuff over there. Jim's Patreon is over there as well. So go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. So, but uh, yeah, it's uh having a cold is not fun when you're a podcaster for the record. You, you sound a lot better now than you did when I first, you know, an hour and some change ago. Yeah. You, well, I'm, we I'm talking connected. more. So my voice is getting, I guess, warmed up. Yeah. But, uh, no, you sound okay. In fact, I may not even right now, I may not even notice you have a cold just to be honest. It's just the I mean, whole, voice every, is kind of warmed it's, up. It's enough. the kind of a little bit of clogged uppiness and something uh, muted you. Um, oh uh, you know what? Did you hold on? Is what? it thirty? Is there a thirty-minute time limit that uh, all of a your sudden browser has lost that, connection to the mic? Now you're muted on stream. Ah, the joys of using new technology in front of a live audience. I'm going to replay that clip. Listen to Jim when he says, "I may not now." In the middle of the word "may," there's a weird blip. Yeah. No, you sound okay. In fact, I may not even right now. And so, what had happened? The Tascam Mixcast 4 had somehow lost the ability for Jim to hear me, although I could hear him. 
which is a head scratcher. Cause if I lost connection, you think either one of us would be able to hear each other. So it was very weird. And so after trying some things, I grabbed a Samson Q2U. I got a change. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're that's, I can hear you now. You can hear me now. Okay. I cool. Can, yeah. I have no idea. Zero. Yeah. What's, weird. Uh, what's going weird. Maybe on? Maybe there's a, maybe there's a 30 minute limit on the scale. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't do anything in you the wanna, software. How much of that will you edit out? Will you, will you edit all of that out? Yeah. Depending yeah. on what you said. Yeah, this may be one of those weeks you just want to edit the video and then strip the audio right out of it. Yeah. That yeah. just may be easier. Yeah. I, uh, cause be what I do is I go into StreamYard, I go audio and I say, well, now that I have an option, um, I can go in here now and say, go back to, you know, communicate. I have, okay. Mm-hmm. Da- Daniel wants to know if the task camp's connected to a hub. Yeah. It's, it's going directly into, the system, it still shows it's connected. I've got a little USB button. Um, it's weird. It just, uh, and I can hear you fine. I mean, it's, uh, you're blinking. I'm blinking. Everybody. Yeah. That's a uh, Q2U that you're on right now. This is the Samsung Q2U. Oh, yeah. So we've gone from SM7B to RE320. To- and it's even softer. Like this is the, not soft sound wise, not volume wise, but feel or tone of your voice is a mm-hmm. little bit softer on the on the q2u i like it i keep i actually i've liked this progression i i wouldn't mind uh hearing you on that on a more on the q2u <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds more casual if that makes if that makes sense right it like it'd be great for a skype call or, i mean skype who uses skype anymore except <laughs> me uh for a team's call or I, by the way this week i i used skype to do that i remember last week i talked about did i talk about this last week using skype i'm routing my non-english podcasts through skype on two different computers so i have did i did i talk about oh, yeah. this last week and then you you got it to trans and then i listened and i got it to translate for me there's a little translator an active translator built into skype and i got enough of the conversation like it, you, you got to kind of read the transcripts. I tried using the voice feature in it and it's just too fast and too much all at once. But if you read the transcript, kind of like the matrix, like, so you don't read it word for word. You kind of read it in chunks. I started understanding what they were saying. <laughs> like, and I started being able to follow, this was in Chinese in Mandarin. Wow. And I started following the conversation and I was able to, at the end of the conversation, formulate three solid questions nice. that I could come back to in English and say, I would say the questions in English and they would translate them. And then we talk about them. And then they would translate it back to English for me. Well, Hey, that's, that's kind of a win, right? That is to, a win, right? To be able to listen to a non, non, a language I don't understand, can't write or, or even read or talk or speak to be able to g- uh, get enough context to understand and create and form questions that are relevant for what they were talking about. Hey, that's a win that can only get better. So, Takes two PCs. I have a second PC that I'm running the video on that's going live. It's playing into Skype, coming across to a Skype account on this PC that I'm then reading the the transcript. Skype's got this built-in translator in it. That's okay. I wouldn't call it 
world, I wouldn't call it life changing or life altering, but good enough right now that you can understand, you can understand that, that language. So, so I'm currently running my wife through that so I can understand her better here in the future. And <laughs> when I talked to her, I'm like, can you just call me on Skype? There's a, there's yeah. a spouse, uh, a spouse translator thing in there. So it's helping me out in my marriage, but pretty Jeez. cool. She's cool. saying this, but what it really means is exactly. leave out the trash. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Without me asking you. Yes, go buy that gift. That's yes. the, it's those kinds of yeah. things that you need that you need help with uh, on the on the relationships. <laughs> How great would that be if that actually existed? Oh, but um, the divorce rate would just go poof, right just, down. Would just plummet. The um, uh, so tested in Chinese. This week, uh, I'll test it in Portuguese and Spanish uh, to see how that to see how that works. So, but and French and French because when you get into like Chinese and, and Mandarin, yeah, I mean not that any language they also, but like there are vowels in in Chinese yeah. that do not exist in English. I mean, it's right. way different. Yeah, a little tonal too, and so yeah, it's listen, it's not it's not word for word, and I, it took me. You know, have you ever seen on Facebook when they put that message that's written in different letters, but if you start reading it out loud, so like an eight, they use, you know, for great, they use the number eight, and it's this whole sentence. And after you read it for a while, your brain starts deciphering it. Your brain kind of figures out, oh, okay, it's this way. And so it starts deciphering it, and then you can read it like it's a normal sentence, right? It's a lot like that when you, when at least for me, when I started reading these translations a paragraph at a time instead of word by word, the more I did it, the longer I was doing it, the better my brain got at kind of reading the ideas, the concepts, because it, miss, it misses a lot of words. It misrepresents a lot of words. You need to take about, in every sentence, you need to take three or four of those to get the concept, right? But the more I did it, uh, now I was exhausted when I was done. But the more I did it, <laughs> the better I got at reading these these concepts. I do think this is a little bit of the future of podcasting when we think about we us creating content in English, and it not not a not translating it. Yeah, yeah, trans, and then then having great ways for people to listen and interact in a translated form, you know. So I think that's the future. I mean, it, yeah. nobody's doing that today. For the I forget part. what there's a commercial. It might have been iPhone or you know Android, but they showed where somebody was in a you know different country and he hit a button and the two people could talk into the phone and it would translate. And I was like, it's coming. If it's not there yet, um, Tim seven, didn't appreciate my comments. By the way, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Kim. Sorry. Um, she needs a translator for me. Let's that's it. it that way. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have a list of tools like Zoom Teams which can store multi-track high-quality audio? Uh, Squadcast, Riverside. Those are the two that I know of. Uh, CleanFeed, maybe? I know CleanFeed has separate tracks. Whatever one you use, have a backup. That's the bottom line to all those. For me, Squadcast has given me the less headaches it did give me one, but they were able to give me the content. It just wasn't in, it was like an MP3 version. So I just say, whatever you're using, have a Zoom PodTrack P4 in the background or a Tascam not connected to the internet or whatever's going on here. Um, so that when, as we can see, technology doesn't always work. 
And what has happened here, it's really confusing, is I have a little symbol on my LED here, LED, LCD, whatever, the thingy, the control panel that says it's plugged into USB. And when I go to your channel, it's like, nope, it's just, it's lost the connection to the USB. So when we go to, uh, <laughs> I was going to say post show, but we can't play music now. We'll have to hum or, or something for, um, uh, the, the, yeah, just add it. We'll just pretend yeah, we'll add it's it in post, playing yeah. and then you can add it in post. Yeah. But I'm like, uh, it's, uh, I, what I want to do is unplug the USB and just plug it back in. And I'm going to guess that's going to go like that. Yeah. That seems to be the thing that that's going wonky. So that like the USB driver failed or the, something, the, something. Yeah. But that's, you, that's, that's one of the things where I'm like, okay, I'm glad we're doing this again next week because well, number one, it hasn't done that all week. Well, all week, it didn't do it at all yesterday. I only used it really yesterday. So this is the first time I've had it just like disconnect. So there is a Facebook group, which is interesting because it's kind of an official, like there are people in there from Tascam, but not all the comments are praise. Other people are like, yeah. Hey, it doesn't yeah. do this. It doesn't do that. And blah, blah, blah. So, um, uh, anyway, and then st- I'm not sure what the question is here. Stefan, he says at Jim, the, to the oh, guy, no, I asked him, he'd said, there's a YouTube video. He, I wasn't oh. going to bring this in, but he said, there's a YouTube video about live translations from Google, which I haven't been, uh, I haven't really figured out a great way. Uh, Google's got some tools, but doing it live, like over long periods of time are not possible using their web tools. Mm. So he says there's one good Japanese to English, which is a really hard translation, which is really good. So Stefan, I know we're connected on Twitter. If you would DM me that YouTube link, that would be helpful. I'll take, I'll take a look at it. It's, it's one of those areas that I'm really, um, I'm really, really interested in because we now have six non-English podcasts at Gallup and I've got to figure some of them want me on them. <laughs> like, guys, oh, I can't speak Portuguese. Like, I, I just, I can't do it. Um, I'm going to guess that Mandarin's the most popular aside of English. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. many people. Yeah. No, right on. Yeah. And we got to get that, you know, yeah. With the, with the 1.4 billion, you know, speaking, Speaking that, that would be, um, you know, back to your task cam. I think I wonder if the task cam driver or the task cam itself had a hardware failure of some kind where it 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 just because to me, when you we lost you, but it also sounds like you lost me, which doesn't which doesn't make me think it's a it's a USB on the machine, but more at, at the task cam level. Yeah, the thing that really doesn't make sense here, I could still hear you. So here, I believe I rebooted the Tascam MixCast 4, and everything started working again. So do you think it was a Tascam that failed? Yeah. I I think for some reason, I don't know why, because... I don't know. We'll have to play with a little more, but I'll I'll definitely be putting this thing through its paces this week. A whole bunch of orders for that thing just got canceled. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Uh, people are like, oh, cancel. I don't want want it now if it's going to fail 45 minutes in. You know, if it's going to. We have a a Lipson question. We'll answer that in uh, the post show, but um, I'm so happy. We can have music too. Yes. I was like, oh, we're back. We We can do the normal exit. 
but uh, Jim, what's coming up on TheAverageGuy.tv? Yeah, so Jay Madison joins us. He's kind of a regular contributor to the show, and uh, we spend a little time talking about USB kind of mini keyboards, right? Just ultra light, ultra thin, ultra cool RGB lighting in the background. I mean, man, keyboards have come a long way in the last couple of years as we think about the with our summer mechanical. So we spend a bunch of time talking about that. If you're kind of a keyboard nerd, or even if you're not, come out and listen to it. I'll post it a little bit later today, homegadgetgeeks.com. And the other thing I've just noticed there's no countdown timer on this thing. Oh. That's going to make things. So no countdown timer for the music. For the music. Yeah. That's one of those little oh. things that's a big deal. It Is makes this a review of- unit or did you buy it? No, I bought it. You bought the. I but- bought this. And I'll, I'll, I'll maybe I'll get into that in the future. Okay. In the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was going to be simpler. And part of it was tied into the software that looked a lot like Hindenburg. That uh, I don't want to say that it's a piece, of <laughs> but uh, it's uh, well, you when, bought it so you can say that. Yeah, like, that's true. the great yeah. thing about it. Like you're not beholden to task cam. Yeah, you know. So I was like, what's, um, what's what's coming up on school podcasting? School of podcasting. I am calling an audible. I was gonna. I have a guy that has a really cool because of my podcast story, and I'm going to put that on pause because we're going to talk about probably about 27 lessons that you can learn from the Beatles. I watched the get back series on Hulu and uh, man, everything was like, Oh, that did, did, and that's ooh, that. So, uh, but uh, so that'll be coming up on the school of podcasting, but uh, stick around for some post show. Mm-hmm. 